Oh, yeah. Once again, we're back. This is the We Are Dog Nation podcast. I'm your host, Nation, and that is short for Dog Nation. Now, before I go any further, I got to put my disclaimer out there. Like always, I am not an official affiliate of UGA. They are not paying me for this. They did not ask me to do this. I have no official ties to UGA. Outside of the fact, hopefully just like you, I'm your normal, average, obsessed, bleeding red and black, crazed bulldog fan. That's all I am. That's all I am. I hope you enjoyed that new intro song. I want to do something a little different. I'm feeling a little more edgy right now because I got to talk about the increase hate that has came to us over the past few years. It started when Curry Smart took over on December 6, 2015. He was named the head coach of Georgia. The hate increased, and I'm going to tell you why. And it struck fear in the rest of the SEC. Uh, hey, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's okay, but it's coming. It's coming, and nothing you can do to stop it. So we're going to get into, I'm going to get into, I know your trash talking and your increased hate for Georgia and accusing us of cheating. <laughs> it's just laughable. I know it's fear. I know you're really, really scared right now. And there's nothing you can do about it. Sit back, embrace yourselves. If you're not a if you're not a fan of the dogs, get prepared to get ran over. All right, coming up, we're gonna get into a little history of UGA because I know what y'all talking about. I know what you're saying. How can y'all possibly believe you're gonna do this and be this when you haven't done it since 1980? Don't go away because come right up, I'm going to explain to you how. Now, welcome back. Now, don't get me wrong. Oh, I do realize that the last time Georgia won a national championship was 1980. I do realize we have two national championships, 1942 and 1980. I do realize that outside of last year, the last time we played for a national championship was in 1982, 35 years ago. I do realize all that, but realize this. Just because it's been marking 38 years this year, since Georgia won a national championship, that has nothing to do right now. Because if anything, if not winning in a very long time had to do anything right now and would disqualify you automatically for being future champions, now, let me ask you a question. How do you explain the Chicago Cubs? 108 years without a World Series? How do you explain... The Cleveland Cavaliers, the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, 
Hold on, excuse me, sorry. Say it again. You ain't hear me. The Cleveland Cavaliers, who would have ever thought they win a championship? But see, they got LeBron James, they got right personnel. Then, let's look at Golden State, pre-Steph Curry days. Who would ever seen or foresaw the Golden State Warriors? I mean, being a dynasty, I almost forgot Golden State Warriors existed. I mean, it was like L.A. Lakers, the Clippers, and the uh, Southern Kings. I forgot it was a Golden State Warrior team. And so Steph Curry came along. And, oh, the mighty, mighty Patriots, right? Dynasty. Been eight Super Bowls, won five under Tom Brady and Belichick. But hold on a second. What happened the first two times they came to Super Bowl? They got the brakes beat off of them, especially against the Bears in 85. So if history says you haven't won it in a long time, you can't win in the future. See, that don't make any sense. Don't make any sense at all. So, so anybody got going to say, you know, Georgia can't do it because we ain't won in a long time? Uh, 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 no, no, no. Our time is now. Our season is now. Because let me, rest assured, rest assured, gone are the days of underachieving. Gone are the days when we look at NFL and we see all this great talent that came from Georgia, but look back and see Hall of the SEC championships and national championships. Gone are the days when we, get, we lose to Florida four or five years in a row. Gone are the days when we lose to big-time opponents by 30 or 40 points. Gone are the days that we're, getting, we're coming up short against South Carolina. Really? I can't believe South Carolina at one point in time had our number. Those days are gone. As long as Kirby's smart, and he's going to be there 20 plus years in the UGA, those days are gone. Check the track record. The man is a recruit machine. He ain't slowed down yet, and he's not slowing down. So, I'm going to get into next what I believe the key turning point of the history of UGA football that's going to lead us into this next dynasty. Yes, I'm claiming it. Next dynasty. The beautiful thing, the beautiful thing about this podcast is that years from now, we can go back and listen to this podcast and say, man, he was right. He was calling it then. He was on point. He was bold with it. So I'm looking forward to seeing what we're going to do in all, all our championships coming forth in the future. So coming up next, the turning point, the laying the foundation of the dynasty for UGA. Alright, so, welcome back. I want to kind of continue on here with uh, laying the foundation of this dynasty. But, um, I want to share a quick story real quick. I remember 
the moment as a UGA fan, I woke up. Uh, I'm not trying to bash Mark Rick. Uh, he's a, a good coach, uh, a great man, and he did help Georgia get to another level, but he's just not that guy to get it to a national championship level like Kirby is. Um, it was September 13, 2014. We were playing South Carolina in South Carolina. We was on the four-yard line. I think it was like two minutes left to go in the game, and I just knew they would get the ball to Todd Gurley, and they decided to get real cute with the play calling and do a play-action pass. And Huston Mason had intentional grounding and lost like 10 yards, and we lost that game. And that was the day as a Georgia fan I woke up and realized, man, under Mark Rick, this ain't going to happen. This is really not going to happen. And it really kind of stripped my belief the next following year we're playing Florida, you know, and we're struggling at the quarterback position, and he decided to take this third-string quarterback and give him a shot and for time Balter. And uh kid threw like four interceptions that game. It was just a really bad day. And I heard rumors then about Kirby coming down, you know, sooner rather than later. And then November 29, 2015, the day after we beat Georgia Tech, I was like, you know what? The news came out about Mark Ritt being fired. I remember I was at church serving, and I had to get to a secure area to find out what's going on. While my phone blowing up, and they let me know the news that Mark Ritt had been fired. And I'm like, man. And for a moment, I forgot about who Kirby coming to UGA. And I was in my feelings. I'll be honest with you. I was in my feelings for about a good hour. And... After about an hour, that light bulb popped on. Like, Wait a minute, hold on, Kirby's coming. And that's where the turning point for UGA just, for me, that was it. I already knew. I knew what was getting. Everybody recruiting knew what was going to happen. Okay? Then a week later, December 6, 2015, he was finally announced. And all these former players for the Dogs is like, it's a new sheriff in town. Because a lot of our great players who came to Georgia and went on the NFL, they wanted to go play for Kirby at Alabama just ended up playing for the Dogs instead. So everybody loves this guy. They want to play for him. He's a master recruiter. He's not slowing down anytime soon. So, but we'll kind of share that story there. But now, let's get into what exactly UGA is. See, UGA was... That giant sleeping. Don't wake him up. Don't don't wake up that giant. Let let that giant get comfortable and used to the outback bowl. Let that giant get used to and stay and stay used to nine to ten win season. Shh shh quiet. Don't wake the giant up. See, UGA was like that lion. That you see the circus. The lion table taking that whip and hitting that lion and making him do tricks. See, that lion is sitting there taking that that abuse because he forgot he was a lion. Or he was asleep to the fact in his mind, hey, I'm really a lion. Until that lion wakes up and realizes, I'm the king of the jungle and I ain't supposed to be taking this. See, 
and he and he wreaks havoc on the, the lion tamer and anybody else who's there to laugh at his demise. See that UGA is like that elephant that you see as a baby, and they put their big chain around the ankle, and they put a peg in the ground, and the, the as a baby, the elephant can't break loose. And so by the time that elephant become a full grown bull elephant, his mind is conditioned. To I can't move past his chain until he wakes up and come out of his sleep who he is and realize, hold on a second. I'm an elephant. A big, burly, bully elephant. And I'm going to snap this chain and I'm going to wreak havoc on everybody in my path. And that's what UGA is. That big old giant bulldog that's sleeping. Sleeping through every season, nine win season, ten win season, belt bowl, outback bowl, whatever bowl that didn't make any sense. But now it's awake and it knows it hasn't had that championship in a long time and we're coming forth. Coming up next, we're going to add on a little more to that about the fear. And these rivals are fearing and feeling, excuse me, it's coming. Right back. All right. So let's get into what some of these experts are saying about UGA. Like Aflon Sports who I believe nailed it on the head, who has already labeled UGA as a potential dynasty. How one of the anonymous coaches, didn't want to be named, I understand it, said UGA by far was one of, no, was the most physical team on offense and defensive-wise. How they're already giving us the highest percentage chances of repeating as SEC champions. They're doggone right. We're doing it again, baby. And and it's that type of stuff. With all the constant recruiting, the the constant five stars committing, the constant four stars committing, all the success is scaring, scaring those rivals. Got them really, really nervous. I mean, one of the one of the tight ends for South Carolina, well, he's the former tight end for South Carolina, was on the SEC Network, and he said, you know, you know we're going to beat Georgia this year. <laughs> what, what were you laughing for? He was nervous. He didn't believe it. He know it's not true. He had to say it because he know those game chumps don't have a stand, don't don't have a chance. He know those game chumps are going to get chumped out come September eighth. They they're gonna get it too. Then Dan Mullen, oh Dan Mullen, puts his foot in his mouth. Um, and they he takes the job in Florida, and still is saying we're gonna focus on being Florida and playing and playing. Uh, Florida Gator football, what does he say when they ask him, what are you going to do to keep up UGA because the writing is on the wall, 
What are you going to do? Well, you know, hey, you know, a blind squirrel can find a nut every now and then. Oh, really? Oh, really, Dan? Is that what you want to say? Thank you, dummy. Thank you, Dan. You have given us bulletin board material, and we're going to beat you down this time by 40, and we might not let you score. So, keep hiding. Oh, and Bama, Bama, you got 17 natural championships. We only got two in county. If I ran into a Georgia Tech fan or a Kentucky fan or a South Carolina fan trying to give me a hard time about my team, I'm not going to really pay that much attention to them because they're not that relevant. But you guys are paying a lot of attention to us because we got your attention and you know we're for real. You know we're for real and it's making y'all nervous because you know it's only a matter of time before we take over every single year as being the kings of the SEC and I got change makes you uncomfortable. Change makes you a little nervous sometimes. It's alright. Woo woo woo. You'll be alright. I promise you. If you're not, I don't care. Anyway. So. I will be coming back for podcasts. Releasing one every Sunday night during the season. Uh, after I watch the game and highlights and get analysis and stuff like that. So. I'm going to see you guys real soon. If it's your first time on the podcast listening, thank you. Thank you. Go back, listen to previous ones. If you haven't already, please subscribe. Um, I just love doing this and talking to you guys about Georgia football. And I will see you guys soon. And always, go dogs.